Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, Pastor Michael Hoggard continues his look at the alien disclosure delusion, and James Collins has a special moment of prophecy. Yesterday, Michael Hoggard began a deep dive into a number of questions people have been asking about aliens, UFOs, and their presence here in the United States. So now let's join James Collins and his guest, Michael Hoggard, as they share more details about the alien disclosure delusion. The United States Congress recently held a hearing into U.S. government information pertaining to unidentified aerial phenomena. The last investigation of this kind happened more than 50 years ago as a part of the Project Blue Book, which examined reported sightings of unidentified flying objects. Now, why would our government once again be interested in UFOs? Is this disclosure or is it delusion? Joining me to look at the UFO phenomenon is Pastor Michael Hoggard. Pastor Mike is the senior pastor of Bethel Church in Festus, Missouri. He is a longtime friend of this ministry, and he's one of my favorite Bible teachers. He has a new DVD titled Alien Disclosure Delusion. Pastor Mike, welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall. Oh, it's good to be with you today. I got some good stuff for you today. Well, last time we spoke about how with the thousands of reported UFO sightings, it is impossible to chalk all of these up to swamp gas or experimental aircraft. People are seeing something, aren't they? Yes, they are. In fact, the phrase swamp gas was invented. You mentioned Project Blue Book. There was a UFO incident, I think it was in Michigan, but I'm not positive on that. And they sent the Blue Book team up there, and the more they investigated, the more they realized this was seen by hundreds of people there was lots of eyewitnesses. There was lots of weird things that went on. And it was one of those things that Project Blue Book was never supposed to give the American people an idea that UFOs were real. It was supposed to debunk practically every UFO encounter in America. It was supposed to make people think that if you see a UFO, you saw the planet Venus, or you saw a firefly, and the swamp gas thing was invented for a particular event because they knew that if they came out with the true story that we actually had alien visitors in their craft in this area seen by hundreds of people, there just was no way they were going to come out with that. So they invented this idea that in swampy areas, methane gas rises up and under certain conditions, it can be sparked and lit up and made to look like whatever. And so they invented that just for that UFO event. So Blue Book was never supposed to reveal UFOs. It was supposed to conceal them. And so we've been living in this society in our country where, you know, an older generation, and there are people in our church that are like this, they were always taught, if you ever see anything like this, or if you ever mention this, you're crazy, you're goofy, you're out of your mind, and the things that you didn't believe in back in the 40s and 50s were, you didn't believe in ghosts, you didn't believe in witches, and you didn't believe in flying saucers. And if you ever brought any of that up, you would be embarrassed out of your life. And so we're getting past that now. That generation is dying off. And as you mentioned, we got more people in this country 
who believe in UFOs than who believe in God. Right. And so now we have a problem, because now we have a society that now is leaning toward Satan and his kingdom instead of leaning toward God, his word, his commandments, his savior, and so on. And so it is definitely a sign of the times. Since the U.S. government and the U.S. military has been collecting information on UFOs for years, do you think the American government will eventually disclose what they know about UFOs? Well, I'll say it like this. It's in process. I don't think there's going to be one day where Joe Biden comes out, or whoever, and says, okay, we're going to open up every door where we've got UFOs kept. We're going to show you all of our secret operations where we're back engineering this. We're going to show you pictures of real aliens and the autopsies and how we spoke to them. I don't think that day is ever going to come except when I believe that a day is shown to us in the Bible when a day like that could come. I think it's part of the strong delusion in 2 Thessalonians 2.11. But what's happening is you have, like we mentioned yesterday, the New York Times story about UFOs and the government investigating them. And then you're having meetings now. And back in May, there was a congressional committee formed that called in some of these Pentagon heads and asked them very specific questions about the three videos that everybody's seen on the news, the gimbal, the go fast, the uh, tic-tac UFO. Then there was another one that was leaked out. Jeremy Corbell has it, and he released it, and it was of a naval ship that had been being chased or followed or plagued every night for weeks by a fleet of triangular-shaped UFOs, and they captured them on night vision infrared video. The video is out there. Anybody can see it. So now Congress is asking questions. They ask these questions. Pentagon gives some answers, but then they have to have a closed-door session because some of the questions they ask are going to be private. Now, anytime I see on the Internet a document that someone says, Someone in the government leaked this document out. It really shows what's going on. I'm always iffy on that. I don't just jump on that and say, look at this, now we have proof. Because I'm glad I have a truth anchor. And the truth anchor is my King James Bible. If my Bible says that something is possible, I can believe it. If my Bible says that something is impossible, then I don't care who says it, I'm not going to believe it. We have this ultimate truth in the Word of God that we can trust for everything. Amen. And so I've seen different documents and different reports and different programs that people said the government have run, and some of them I'm not sure about because I can't see the biblical possibility. So there was this document called the Admiral Wilson memo, the Admiral Wilson letter, the Admiral Wilson document, whatever. And it's a two-hour interview between a scientist by the name of Eric Davis 
and a flag admiral wilson who was in i think the 1990s he was the deputy director of the defense intelligence agency in other words he's the guy that has the keys to every secret door that our military defense department has in other words if there's something being developed if there's something that we found out that the Russians are doing or whatever, he's got the keys to it. He should be able to unlock any secret that he wants to. And it's by law. He is mandated with that position. This document, as part of the congressional hearings, this document was entered into the congressional record. Once that happened, they just approved this letter. They just made this letter, which could have been a fake, a part now of our nation's history, because it's in the congressional record. And anybody can get it. And what Admiral Wilson found out was that there were programs going on in the military that he was not aware of. He was seeing money going to places, and he wasn't told what the money was for. And every time he made a phone call, every time he wrote a letter, Nobody knew what was going on. So he finally ends up on the phone with somebody. And this is a person who is running one of these black secret operations and where all the money's going to. And he says, I'm Admiral Wilson. I am the guy who is your boss. I have a right to know what it is you're spending this money on, what you're doing with it, and what the results are going to be. In other words... You need to report to me. And the guy on the phone says, Admiral Wilson, I'll get back with you on that. Now, that's not something you tell a deputy director, an admiral. You don't tell an admiral that. Well, he did. Of course, Admiral Wilson is furious. A few days later, he gets a call back from this guy. Wilson says, okay, now tell me what's going on. And the guy says, sir, with all due respect, the projects that we're working on are on a need-to-know basis, and we have determined that you do not need to know. Now, this hit him like a ton of bricks, and he went nuts. He is furious. And he told this guy, I'm your boss. I'll have you fired. I'll have you. And the guy said to him, uh, sir, actually, what I can do is I can make a phone call right now and have about two stars taken off your shoulder. I can drop you in rank. I can reduce your pension. And I can have you shipped someplace that you don't want to be. All I'd need to do is make a phone call. And that was the end of it. And Wilson was absolutely furious. Because here we have things going on using taxpayer money that not even a flag admiral officer had a right to know what was going on. Well, he did some backdoor investigating, and he never really wanted to come out with this, but he agreed to speak with Eric Davis, who used to work for Robert Bigelow, who was the billionaire playboy from Las Vegas, who 
does contracting work with the government. He also bought the Skinwalker Ranch and owned it for 20 years and investigated that. And Eric Davis worked for him. Eric Davis and Admiral Wilson were sitting in the back seat of his limo for two hours, and Eric Davis is writing down all these notes. He's asking questions. And there are some things Admiral Wilson admitted to, some things he didn't know. But according to this document, Admiral Wilson admitted to some things that we've guessed on for all these years. Number one, there is a reverse engineering program. It is being done on something that was recovered years ago in the past. And I'm reading right from this document. Technological hardware was recovered. It is not the Soviet Union's. It's not the Chinese hardware. It's not anything like that. It is something that was made not on this earth. And they can tell by the atomic structure of it. There are certain things that cannot be made and has never been made on this earth, and things in space that are different, and they can tell by the atomic structure. And I'm not going to get into all that. But basically, this Admiral Wilson document reveals that, yes, in certain places, probably Area 51, there are recovered alien craft, intact craft, that could still be flown. And the program manager said they didn't know where it was from, but technically it was impossible to be made on this earth, and it was not made by human hands. And that's a direct quote from this document. So they were trying to understand and exploit the technology. Their program has been going on for years and years with very slow progress because we're dealing with technology that is so far advanced from anything that we know, or let's say they did recover a crash ship at Roswell, which I believe they did. And I believe it's biblically possible, according to Psalm 82. God said that you're gods, but you shall die like men and fall like princes, and that is exactly what I believe happened at Roswell. It's happened in Corona, New Mexico. It's happened in other places. It happened in Germany. It's happened in Brazil. It's happened literally all over the world. We're pretty sure the Russians have recovered crashed UFOs. We're pretty sure the Chinese have, too. So it's like a race. This is what I see, a race from these three big superpower countries to figure out this technology and to make it work for us so that our nation, our side, has all the good toys whenever the next war starts. Yet Ronald Reagan knew that some of these things were going on. He actually gave a speech at the United Nations saying, I wonder how well our nations would come together if we learned that there was an extraterrestrial threat from outside of this world. Well, Reagan wasn't just spitballing. He wasn't just guessing. He knew some things that were going on. There was a conversation between Ronald Reagan and Steven Spielberg when Spielberg was at the White House showing Reagan his new film, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And he used the manager of Project Blue Book as a consultant on this movie. And Reagan, while he's watching this movie, leans over to Spielberg and says, boy, you would be surprised to know just how right and close this movie is to reality.
And so I don't want to seem like I'm infatuated with this, but to me, it's real now. It has gone into public record. We have an admiral admitting that there were things going on at Roswell, Holloman Air Force Base, a group called MJ-12, which was like the gatekeepers of all the secret projects that are going on with UFOs, the Bentwaters incident that took place in England. All of these things, according to Admiral Wilson, these are in these documents. And go to Google, type in Admiral Wilson document, Admiral Wilson memo or whatever. You'll find links to them. You'll find stories about them. And you'll find YouTube videos explaining what is going on. But I would just encourage the listeners, get a hold of this and look at it for yourself. And then do what I did. Ask God, does this mean something? What does this mean? How does this relate to the, the Antichrist, the false prophet, a third of the angels falling from heaven? God, is this part of that? Ask God those questions. God promised, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things that thou knowest not. You can find out more about this subject on Pastor Mike's new DVD, Alien Disclosure Delusion. Get a copy now by calling 1-800-652-1144 or order online at swrc.com. The complete two-day presentation on the Alien Disclosure Delusion by Pastor Michael Hoggard is available on CD. Order your copy of this fascinating study when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Friends, is there evidence that aliens have visited Earth? Does the United States government have evidence of extraterrestrials? And will disclosure happen soon? Join Pastor Michael Hoggard as he answers these questions and more in the brand new DVD entitled Alien Disclosure Delusion. In this DVD, Michael Hoggard brings over four hours of Bible teaching. Order Alien Disclosure Delusion today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or order online swrc.com. James Collins returns now with a moment of prophecy that examines the Georgia Guidestones and all they represented before they were recently destroyed. When the Georgia Guidestone structure exploded on July 7, 2022, the blast set in motion more than just the bringing down of the strange monument. There erupted many theories of possible purposes for the stone marker and why it was brought down. At approximately 4 a.m. local time on July 7th, an explosion of undetermined origin rocked the Georgia Guidestones, destroying at least one column and other parts of the structure. Cameras apparently on the structure 24-7 failed to capture who was responsible for the destruction and just exactly what happened. The morning after the explosion, news reporters were on the scene. Let's listen to an audio clip of one of those reporters now. The Guidestones is one of Georgia's most mysterious structures to this day. We don't know the true identity of the group responsible for erecting the granite monolith. 
Now, some 40 years later, after its inception, the GBI's Special Operations Unit, along with several law enforcement agencies, are sifting through the rubble, looking for clues into who tried to bring it down. Two hours northeast of Atlanta, near the South Carolina border, an investigation is underway into the partial destruction of the Georgia Guidestones outside the town of Elberton. There's a lot of hate in this world, but it's not on those blocks. According to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, a group of people set off an explosive device around four Wednesday morning, destroying a large portion of the 19 foot tall monument. I know that one of the wings is completely destroyed and is laying on the ground. The other ones uh, probably have been compromised as well, and I know the capstone has been compromised. Chris Cubis is with the Elberton Granite Association. The group works with the county to preserve the guidestones, which were unveiled in 1980. We had visitors come to see that monument from around the world. Um, and, and, you know, now it's been damaged. Known as the Stonehenge of America, the Guidestones consist of four massive granite slabs, each weighing more than 40,000 pounds. Engraved on them, a 10-part message in 12 different languages, offering a guide on how to preserve mankind. They told us what they wanted to do. In May, GOP gubernatorial candidate Candace Taylor vowed to demolish the structure if elected, claiming the Guidestones are satanic. Those kinds of statements, uh, they're incendiary and they can, you know, they can cause people to do things. So, you know, I hate to think that that's what would have done it. It's the lifeblood of, of, of Elberton. For Elberton's Mayor Daniel Graves, the Guidestones represent the quality and skill the men and women who make up the town's thriving stone industry possess. For 122 years, we've been making memorials uh, for the entire uh, nation. Uh, Two thirds of the memorials in the United States come from Elberton. He said his community may be heartbroken now, but they will recover. The only thing stronger than the, the granite we stand on top of is the hearts of our community. We do understand that the Guidestones have been vandalized in the past, but not to this extent. There are cameras in the area. You can bet the GBI will be looking through that footage. They also want to hear from anyone who may have seen anything early this morning or knows anything about the people responsible. One of the voices you heard on that clip was the local mayor who said that the Georgia Guidestones were not evil at all. He went on to say that the monument to the New World Order brought money into his community from tourism. Spoken like a true politician. One could also argue that prostitution, drug trafficking, and gambling also bring money into communities, but that still doesn't make it right. No, as you will see, the Georgia Guidestones were in fact very evil. Sometimes called the American Stonehenge, the Georgia Guidestones were a granite monument believed to have been installed by globalists in their quest for a one-world order. The monument was erected in Elbert County, Georgia, and unveiled on March 22, 1980. From its inception, it was mired in controversy because of the ten guidelines written in eight languages which were inscribed on the structure and the first of those commandments is a call for Earth's population to be reduced to no more than 500 million people. Here are the ten demands of the globalist New World Order agenda, which were chiseled in granite on the Georgia Guidestones. First, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Second, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Third, unite humanity with a living new language. Fourth, rule, passion, faith, 
tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Fifth, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Sixth, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Seventh, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Eighth, balance personal rights with social duties. Ninth, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And tenth, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Well, it seems to me that these demands of the New World Order are a satanic mockery of the Ten Commandments given by God to Moses. The structure was in the shape of a Nazi swastika. It projected from a platform at different angles, each of the stones from a different base. A strange thing that some conclude, including yours truly, was the way the entire monument was quickly knocked down after the explosion. It was then cleared totally away in a day without any apparent investigation by authorities. Another thing, the guide stones were apparently upon a large stone base under which there was a time capsule. On the base, no date was given as to when the time capsule should be opened. What does it mean? <laughs> i got to be honest, I haven't a clue. But considering all the strange things going on with the globalists on a rampage to bring in their liberal world order, their new world order, there should be considerable wonder about the destruction of this controversial monument to their desire to get rid of so much humanity. Before they were destroyed, the Georgia Guidestone's number one commandment was to reduce the population of the earth to 500 million. That means over 7 billion people would have to be eliminated. That sounds like satanic ambitions, doesn't it? The devil hates humanity, and he is doing all he can to destroy the souls and bodies of God's creation called man. You know, it's sort of ironic. The Georgia Guidestones were supposed to be prophetic. They were supposed to be a guide to the future of the New World Order. But they didn't see the explosion on July 7, 2022 coming, did they? The Bible teaches that there will, in fact, be a New World Order. There will be a One World Government. There will be a One World Religion during the seven years we call the Tribulation. But the Bible also teaches that the church will escape the wrath to come when Christ returns to take us home in the rapture. So my question for you is this. Do you know Jesus? Will you be caught up to meet the Lord in the rapture? Or will you be left behind to meet the Antichrist in the Tribulation? as he works to put the Ten Commandments of the New World Order into effect on planet Earth. The choice is yours. This is James Collins reminding you that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Is there evidence that aliens have visited Earth? Does the United States government have evidence of extraterrestrials? And will disclosure happen soon? Join Pastor Michael Hoggart as he answers these questions and more in his brand new DVD entitled, Alien Disclosure Delusion. In this DVD, Michael Hoggard brings over four hours of Bible teaching with segments that include Disclosure Delusion, Alien Delusion, UFO and Cryptic Eyewitnesses, Contact, UFOs, and the Fourth Kingdom. 
order your copy of Alien Disclosure Delusion today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online swrc.com. All of us here at Watchmen on the Wall hope you have a wonderful weekend. And remember, God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.